Hello, and welcome to Ready and Newman's Daily Podcast, your go-to place for common questions about immigration to the United States. Ready and Newman is a team of experienced business immigration attorneys who handle a host of visa categories and complex immigration cases. This podcast will provide an insight into our daily free conference calls hosted by our attorneys, as well as discussions on hot immigration topics. Please note that information provided is not to be construed as legal advice for your specific situation and does not constitute an engagement with Ready & Newman PC or establish an attorney-client relationship. For specific advice on your situation, please contact an attorney. Here's your host. Session starts soon. Please select raise hand option to speak with attorney. Hi, this is Rahul Reddy. Today is uh, November 3rd. The time is about 11.30 a.m. Reddy NBC has been conducting Zoom or conference call from past 10 years. If you have any questions, please raise your hand. If you're a newcomer, please let our team know and put your camera on if you're a newcomer. Hari Prasad Reddy, can you please unmute yourself? Hello. Let's go ahead, Hari. Yeah. So, uh, sir, my question regarding the um, visa stamping. Uh, so, I have, uh, I'm in U.S. for last eight years on H-1B. I have EB2140 and I have currently I don't have a stamped visa on my passport. I have mm-hmm. approved I-797 till March end 2023. Mm-hmm. So I have planned to go to India in December uh, for a function. Mm-hmm. So applied for an extension. My employer had applied a pure extension as my location. Nothing is changing. So I got mm-hmm. my new I-797 approved and the mm-hmm. effectivity of that new extension is one day after the the current one is expiring. So it is effective from April 2023 till 2026. So now when I apply for DS-160, which... Wait, wait. The previous one is expiring when? uh, March 24th, 2023. And the new one is effective date? March 25th, 2023. So there's a, there is a con- gap. It's a continuation. One is ending on 24th. Other one is starting on 25th. Oh, got it. Okay, okay. So there's no gap. And I, okay, got it. A great period of 10 days on uh, 94 and all. No, no, no. We don't consider grace period. It's it's no gap. 24th and 25th means it's no gap. Okay. There is so, no gap. So when you are applying for the visa stamping in India, though, the visa stamping you will be applying, you're going to use the one that is expiring in 2026, that is starting on March 25th, 2023. Your question would be that, hey, I'm going in December. Will they give me from December or from March the passport stamping? They're going to give you from December. When you submit in the Dropbox, make sure you submit both H-1B approvals. The one which is expiring on March 24th, 2020, uh, uh, right now, and the one which is expiring in 2026, Six. both of them submit. Okay, you will get okay. it. You will get it until 2026. Okay, starting from the December itself. Though there oh. are some instances, though they may only give until uh, they may give only until December 2020. Uh, sorry, March 24th. Yeah, they may give only until December 2020. Uh, 2022 right now, 25. There is a chance 
they may give until december 2025 okay but they will be giving with a start yeah and okay. also when you enter into united states also they may only give you up to 3 years check the i94 but you will not okay. have any problem in getting the visa okay okay thanks sir one thing i also have uh, eb1 applied which is under 140 waiting for this that will not have any impact on that right no eb1 what eb1 a b or c uh it's um, eb1 uh, 13 category multinational manager that EB1 is the category okay. yeah okay yeah that won't have an impact your travel will not have any impact on that okay, okay. next person please thanks tumala hello sir uh, my name is ravi uh, i have a current h1 and have a valid i94 but uh, my prior h1 got revoked so i just wanted to know like uh, if i am in a valid status or uh, what's the reason for revocation is it for uh, the because you left the company uh, no i am with the same company it's respect uh, regarding the wages ah you need to consult a lawyer bro because that may be considered that you are out of status okay 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 you need okay. to consult a lawyer on that next person sure. please raju hi can you hear me yes ma'am go ahead yeah so this is regarding my visa stamping that i am planning to do it in um, mexico in nogales location so is that something mm-hmm. that as a country national can i do it or uh, will that be any issues if i could see any appointment dates available in nogales uh, can i go by land or uh, do i need any mexican visitor visa uh, i would like to know on that uh, some say like oh, okay. i could see in some like we don't need mexican visitor visa for by travel by land uh, okay first of all um right now recently department of state as issued a notification that people can apply for non immigrant visas whichever part of the world they can if you want to apply in micronesia i don't know if there is a consulate there you can even even apply there if you want to go to argentina you can apply you're good previously there were a lot of restrictions some of the countries were um second thing with regards to the visa do you have the visa stamping already expired or is it still valid uh, expired or valid i did my i did the stamping once in india which is my home country um, uh, and uh, it got expired okay it got expired so in 2020 you do not need any visa if you drive by but if you are flying they would require a visa to go to mexico okay so i don't because my stamp my already stamped visa expired in 2020 itself i have my new i797 and my valid so if you want to go to mexico the mexican authorities uh-huh. would like to have a visa in your passport if you're flying they need a visa if you're driving you don't need a visa to go there okay and i can get my uh, h1 i mean because currently i'm in h1 so i i, I can get my h1 visa stamped in the nogales location in uh, in mexico and then come back yes. uh, by land again yes, by drive but, again yes yes you can yes you can next person please vasana 
Uh, hi, I have a question. Like I'm on H1B, which I got in 2021 approved. I'm working for my employer. Uh, so um, my last payroll was October 22nd. Uh, I already applied for change of status of uh, H4 and H4 EAD on September 30th. So can I stop working? Because my employer is saying that if I st uh, if I'm not paying, uh, if I'm not running my payroll, he want to withdraw my... the withdraw the H one B. Absolutely. If you have already applied, if you have already applied for the change of status, mm -hmm. if you have already applied for the change of status, ma'am, you can uh, you can apply. Uh, you can stop working immediately. It's your option okay. if you want to work or you want to stop working. Okay, if my employer revoke my status, so will that impact in the future if I want to uh, open my H-1B again? So that will impact my H-1B? Absolutely not. Absolutely not. And it is his obligation to withdraw mm -hmm. the H-1B because he's not paying you. you okay? And it will uh, not negatively impact you. Okay. And one last question. Like if I I already applied for change of status and my H4 EAD on same time, which is on September 30th. So if I travel to India, will that process stop? Yes, they will deny the process. You will have to apply, come back and apply for the EAD again. Next person, please. iPhone. iPhone. Hi, uh, good afternoon, Mr. Uh, um, good morning, rather. So uh, I have uh, I'm, uh, I have an F1 visa right now. I am enrolled with a university for a graduate course. And I have taken reduced course for this semester due to some medical reasons. Uh, but uh, due to some situation in India, one of my parents is not doing well. I have to travel. Uh, I'm planning to travel next month. Uh, I just want to ask you, since I've taken reduced course and uh, uh, I'm traveling also, will there be any issue while I'm entering back into the country? Will there be any uh, problems caused uh, at the immigrations due to this? There's a chance, ma'am, because the reason why you have taken the reduced course is because you're telling that you have medical reasons. Right. Now you're taking it very perilous journey. It's going to India and coming back is a very hard physical task. Right. And you're doing that and you're telling that you have medical issues. So that seems to be an issue for me. Okay. Okay. Because, okay. Uh, okay. okay. So are can... you physically well? Are you physically well? Are you physically not well? If you're I'm physically phys well, if you're physically I'm well, I'm then physically why well. are you not at it's Why because of the attending? issues. Okay. Yeah. Uh, that's that's a sensitive issue, ma'am. It's you cannot tell how the CBP will act on it. Okay, but they might question on this that uh, since you've taken. They may deny your they may deny your entry also. Okay. 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 Anything else? Uh, Will the doctor's certificate uh, uh, help if I show the doctor's certificate for my parents? It's your parents' doctor's certificate or your doctor's certificate? Uh, my parents, like they're not doing well. Uh, that's so not, that's, that's, a, that's a completely different issue. Your parents is a different issue. Your issue okay. is the main thing, not your parents' issue. Okay. Your entry will be depending on your issues, not your parents' issues. 
Okay. You are so telling when... you are not doing fine, and then you are doing fine. Which one is it? Yes, yeah, so I'm not doing fine. I have a doctor's certificate. I've already submitted it to the university, and it's in my service. I also. know, ma'am, but how are you able to travel and do all these activities if you're not fine? That's where the problem comes in with the CBP. Nothing to do with your parents. Okay, okay? and then okay, next person, uh, please. Anita. Um, hello, sir. Uh, good morning uh, or good afternoon. Um, so currently I am with a company A and I have a visa Dropbox appointment booked for the 17th, November 17th. And uh, mm -hmm. that's the first 140 I have with that company. And I'm traveling uh, after my H1B maxed out for the first time um, now to India for stamping. Okay. Mm -hmm. Now I have an offer with a different company and... Mm -hmm. um, I, I haven't touched based with their immigration yet, but I might uh, might definitely get that offer. So the manager reached out and asked, um, can I, because with the errand and everything, can they start the transfer process while I was in India? Uh, but the question I have is, would that impact to my stamping? Would that impact to my entry back to the country? Uh, they cannot do the transfer process while you're outside the country. They can okay. do the consul processing so the best way would be that they can start the process, but file it after you enter back into the United States. Oh, when you're okay. going stamping with one company, right? when you come back, you must have intention to work for that company. Let's say you're okay. working with Apple. Now you have a job offer with Microsoft. The best okay. way I would suggest is come and join Apple back. And next sure. day, let Microsoft file a H1B for you. Okay, so they can't even file an LCA or anything also? They can file LCA, but not H1B. Okay, but at least they can start with the LCA, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Okay, thank you so much, sir. That helps. Next person, please. Supala. Hey, Rahul. Good morning. I have two questions to ask today. So basically I'm waiting for my 485 uh, to be approved. I got my EAD and AP. Um, I'm, I'm planning to travel to India on my AP. I have my valid H1B until June of next year. So when I travel, I'll be using only AP, not the EAD. So when I come back, so what status I'll be in? Will I be in H1B or EAD? When is your H1B, when is your H1B expiring? June of next year, you will be considered to be an H1B once you come back, even though you use advanced mode. Okay. And uh, while issuing the I-94, uh, the officer will give H1B I-94 or parole? No, he will give you parole. But you're still on H1B. Okay. But, uh, okay, let's say, um, like, you know, uh, for some reason, if my I-485 gets denied after I, I use that AP, right? So will I become out of status if I use my AP? Why would it be denied? Because a lot of people have this fear of 485 denial. And um, so we need to know why it will be denied. So if it's denied because you murdered somebody, then it's a problem. If it's denied because one of the cases that I handled was that the guy ripped off the US government by $16,000 by applying the, he got $16,000 worth of food stamps saying that he's a US citizen. So I need to know why it's going to be denied. Uh, okay. yeah. 
I don't have an answer for that. Like yeah, like you said, yeah. any of those things. But yes, just, uh, you can pay me four hundred dollars and give me hundred reasons why you'll be denied. I'll go through that. Okay. Okay. Next person, so, please. Wait. It's very hard if somebody is paranoid, guys. It's very Rahul, hard to satisfy them. Hey, Rahul, yes, good morning, and uh, thanks uh, for taking the call. Uh, so, a question, right? So, I have both EB two and EB three. Uh, my uh, my dates are not current in either. Uh, uh, you know, uh, we have our uh, EAD and uh, AP through through that, uh, uh, and uh, you know, uh, 2014 April. So I don't think they are going to be current anytime soon. I have a couple of questions. So while I have these two pending applications, can I? Because you know, even when the dates are current, I don't know when USCIS is going to get to my yep. mm -hmm. file. So mm -hmm. there is, it's a lottery, right? Literally. So can we do consular processing while we are in US on one of those applications without uh, withdrawing any of the pending applications? What is that? What is that you're achieving by consular processing? Maybe get luckier that way when the dates eventually become current, right? Yes, the processing itself might take a year to be even, uh, you know. The only problem with that is that the USCS may get confused with all these things and they may just withdraw the entire applications. See, but the right, not right asking... now, they will do everything what we don't ask them. Okay. Okay. So sometimes what people do is that they withdraw the EB3. Guess what they do? They would rather both for eight applications, even though we didn't request it. So I would not do the consular processing because I don't know what good it is doing. Well, because because again, going back to you know, the, even even when the dates become current, you never know when your file is going to be, uh, you know, worked. I upon, can tell you right? one thing: consular processing is definitely not better process. Okay. Okay. And and but uh, I would, at this point of time. I would not recommend that you do consular processing. Okay, thank you. And one last question is, while I have EB2 and 3 pending, uh, you know, can we also, if eligible, obviously, uh, can we also process, uh, start up a EB2 NIW national interest waiver? What is it you're going to achieve by that? Be in one more line, I guess, you know. But, but this line is no faster than the regular EB2 line. But again, giving ourselves an opportunity to, by having multiple applications out there, right? That's... But it's, it's, the, same, it's, it's the same, if you're flying from LA to uh, LA to New York, you're flying in the same flight in the same category, not even business class. So if you <coughs> want to, you may want to try the EB1 category. That makes sense to me because then you're going to move the priority date. If you're going to move from one EB2 to another EB2, even self-employment is allowed under EB2 485 application or EB3 485 application. Yep. So yep. what is that EB what, national interest waiver is going to achieve other than money to us? Okay, makes sense. Thank you. Just I was trying to see what to, options we yeah, have. I would, I, would like, I would like to get an EB1. That's a different issue. Okay. Because if you okay. shoot for EB1, well, you know, 2014 is correct. Next person, please. Thank you. Um, hi, Rahul. So I'm uh, on H1B currently, um, and I've been uh, dating a US citizen for two years, and we have been living together uh, for the past one year. And in October, end, sorry, beginning of October, I lost my job on H1B, 
and we are planning on getting married and apply i130 i485 concurrent filing so mm-hmm. if, what will be my status if i do not get a job within this month so that's when my 60 day grace period will be done adjustment of status mhm okay and can i stay in the us but uh, what about my work authorization after the 60 day period you will not have a work authorization um and you will have to wait for the ead to be approved okay sounds good thanks and let me let, let me tell you one thing though mm-hmm. um, for the us citizen getting married to a non immigrant visa even if you are unlawfully present in this country for the 10 years they okay. will still be giving you the green card though mm-hmm. okay if you want mm-hmm. to consult if you want to use our services to filing the 485 uh mm-hmm. i'll give you an email address okay you can send an email uh, to us and then of course we'll charge money for that okay yeah next person please satish and we take about one week to 10 days to file the application once you marriage certificate yeah mm-hmm. yeah go ahead go ahead ma'am uh, good afternoon um uh we have filed two gcs one under me through my employer and one for my husband and uh, both of our priority date are uh, january 2013 i've got ead through my gc processing but ead mm-hmm. and ap through my husband's mm-hmm. and uh, last week i got rfe for my eb3 i140 uh mm-hmm. i would like to travel to india because of my parents health uh so i want to know is it okay to travel using the ead husbands, ap that i got through uh, husbands i don't see any problem okay i would be a little bit cautious about using your ead and ap the reason is that the i140 is still not approved but your husband's i140 is approved is right yes yes he's a straight eb2 case and it's approved i don't see any problem using your husband's i have a problem using yours okay okay and uh, okay. Uh, uh my daughters is all based on mine and and should i wait to respond to rfe my rfe until i come back how old how old the- how old is your daughter she is 18 she filed the 485 under your um uh, under your yeah, under husband's corporate fighter under your husband's is right he is she is in both but she is already csp covered for the husband uh-huh is it right you know what a csp is right yeah her age locking yes yeah age locking is done under your husband age locking is not done under yours right now because your i140 is never approved okay but she got ap and ead only through mine not through my husband's she should not use it okay okay she should not use it okay okay, okay. so only if i travel that should be okay and should i delay yeah. responding to eb3 i40 until i come back to this country after the visit yeah i believe what because yeah it may be mm-hmm. worth to delay it. and okay. it should not affect your advance parole with your husband but sometimes they will get confused so i will delay responding to the i140 of the rfp okay okay 
Okay, and uh, my Next husband question. has not got uh, EADAP yet. He has not got matter. it. You, but you got it through him, that's fine. You can still travel. Okay. Next person, please. Hey, uh, Raul. First of all, thank you so much uh, for prompt filing. I got my EAD and AP. Sure. Uh, so my question is actually uh, regarding the switching uh, of the company. So basically, uh, I know the, pro the process before the getting EAD is that I have to go through the filing of entire uh, 485 and everything. But now I want to understand, is it okay if I'll switch my H1B to another company and they can file uh, 485 when my date is current? I thought you filed the 485. Yeah, I, I did file the 485, but you just want to understand what, what is the process moving forward if I'll switch the company on H1B? Like, do they have to again? They, they can. They need. They don't need to file the four eight. Is your email address Preetpal dot eighty eight? Yes. Okay. Um, we come to the our general conference call though, rather than this one. Okay, I'll give you the timings though. Okay. Okay. Thank you. Uh, but with, uh, that's there at uh, one forty five today. Um, it'll be there 145 until you get the green card, okay? Every Thursday. Um, if you move to a different company though, right now what we suggest is, it's up to you if you want to get the H1B or not. You don't need mm -hmm. to file the 485J supplement. If there is an RFE or if there is an interview, then you need to file mm -hmm. the 485J supplement. Okay. Yeah, the, the reason I'm uh, planning to switch on H1B, you're aware of the situation, right? Uh, when we filed uh, I-485 for myself, my wife was not in the States. So she is here and now... The prior date is not current. Priority date is not current, right? So that's why... Oh, you better, maintain, you better maintain the H1B then. Right. Yeah, that's, why, that's what I was thinking. You so, have to maintain the H1B, okay? Oh, okay, cool. So then whenever I, I'll switch, basically I have to uh, transfer the H1B, right? You absolutely have to. And then does that impact anything on my I-485 or do the, the no. other company have to do anything? No, not right now. When there's an RFP or an interview, then they need to do it. Okay. And is there any wait period? Like, can I do like right away or do I have to? Wait? No, you have to wait for six months after you file the 485. Okay. So I have to wait for six you months. You filed in June, is it right? Uh, yes. I got, I filed in June and I got it in uh, October. You got what? Uh, the EAD. EAD and it's not when the It's not when the EAD is. It looks like your application was filed on July 25th. So you have to wait until February 1st of 2023 to move to a different company. Okay? Okay. Okay. Thank you so much. Next person. And I send you the uh, 145 details to you. Next person, please. Okay. Oh, thank you. Uh, hi. Uh, actually, I'm in India and I'm going to the US uh, for a new employment. Uh, the employer had actually filed a petition for an internal project. Uh, so what I wanted to check is, can I join the new employer and work on an internal project for one to two months? And then I, can I take a client uh, project as well? 
Uh, will that cost anything for me? What's the company's name? Uh, company's name in the sense, uh, it's it's like a you know, um, a regular like a consulting company. I don't know what regular consulting company is, but if there is, is there a real internal project or not? If there is not a real internal project, I don't know what to say. But if it's a real yeah. internal project, yeah, real internal project, yeah. If there's a real internal project, you can work, and on top of that, the company can assign you other projects too. Correct, correct, yeah. So it will be like uh, internal project, and I'm just thinking like whether I can take other uh, client projects. Oh, you can take product. you can take any. They, they can assign you ten different projects at the same time, and you okay. better work for all of them. If not, then you. Well, that employer can give any task to you within the job description of the software profession. Though. Okay? okay? Okay. You can't say no to it. Okay. All right. Thank you. Next person, please. Anybody has any questions, guys? Try to leave a messages at the chat group and I will try to answer uh, those messages after, uh, after this conference is over. At least I'll, I'll try to answer 10 messages. Sentil? Sentil Kumar? Madhu? Uh, hi Rahul. Uh, good morning. Thanks for uh, the call. Uh, so my, my current H1 extension is in process, and I94 is expired. Uh, I got a full-time opportunity, and uh, they're going to do H1 transfer with premium. Uh, if I don't like that, I would uh, want you. To, I would like you to get the H1B extension approved in premium first before you move to a different company. Okay. Um, so will it cause any? Otherwise. Problem? Yeah, it may cause a trouble because if you move to a different company, this company withdraws the H1B. The next H1B may be approved without the I-94. Then you have to go to India and get the stamping. All that for not doing premium processing, it's not worth for you. No, current uh, employer will not revoke uh, H1. Uh, they're okay because uh, I'll be coming I back still, to them. Yeah, I uh, still want to get you the premium processing approved because the second company may not be approved until this is approved. And if there is an inquiry about the RFE on the extension, since you're okay. not working for the company, it will be denied. Oh, really? Okay. So once it is approved, then I can move to the new company. That um, will be much better. That is right. But in case if I want to come back to the current employer in future, do I need to do H1 transfer again? No, you can. As long as you have not traveled outside the country, you can. Oh, it's just uh, change the payroll. No need to do anything. I nine only they will update right in the current employer. Right, right. Next person, please. Okay, thank you, thank you. Sentil Kumar. Hi, Raghul. Sentil, you have done. Hi, Raghul. Go ahead, Sentil. Yeah, Raghul. Hi, sorry. Uh, so my B1C got transferred from Texas to NBC uh, last week. I got a notice yesterday. So is it going to be processed to NBC or going to be sent to local office again, um, Raghul? There is a good chance it will be sent to the local office. And how long do they take it to may, adjudicate uh, the one? It may, NBC, it may one? already have been sent to. It may already been sent to the local office. We won't know it sometimes. Uh, it may take just 10 days. It may even take one year for them to transfer to the local office. Gotcha. And how many EB1s are pending as of today? I mean, uh, I know you told about 4,000 something uh, in yesterday's call. Uh, uh, I don't have the figure in top of my mind. 40,000. I, so. I heard from Emily, it's 40,000 in a Yeah, call. Emily Emily has made a statement on Tuesday, <laughs> but I don't, I don't remember exactly. Yeah. If she said it, then it is 40,000, oh. okay? Oh, okay, okay. I was surprised with that number. Okay, sure. Yeah, I'm so we were, 40,000 is a big number. But there are more yeah, than 40,000 green cards available in EB1. But there are still more oh. applications to be filed. Is there a chance EB1 okay. may be backlogged for Indian nationals? There is a chance for it too. 
I know for sure next year it will be backlog, but I don't know if it's going to be backlog right now. Okay, I had a query regarding that. So my final action date is paired. Is everything is all current now? So if it backlog, how does it affect the case um, um, like mine, uh, Ragul? Uh, if it if it backlogs, you will be getting the EAD and advance parole, but you will not be uh, EAD and advance parole. You will be getting it, but you will not be given the green card that's it oh that's strange okay okay, okay then thank you then uh, amar okay. uh, is asking the question my own brother got green card and can he sponsor green card for me and eb to private date is 2014 amar no green card holders cannot apply for brothers though what he can do for you is once he gets the citizenship he can apply for you and the waiting period after your brother gets the citizenship is approximately 16 years in other words it will take 21 years you might have your child born and the child will be 21 that's a better way of getting the green card than your brother i've been india using my combo card can i go to canada on vacation or will i have an issue if i go using combo card coming back i've already have canadian visitor visa i don't understand going to canada is a problem i don't think so coming back you can use the combo card uh, that's fine you can use the combo card while coming back from canada though uh, s supalla uh, i filed for it for in july 2022 prior date is january can i approach senator or congressman to expedite the 485 application there is no expedited guys you file jo just only in july of 2022 don't try to do anything right now just wait if it crosses one year that's when the time you can approach the congressman but you just filed in july 2022 i would not i would recommend you do nothing sometimes they do caboose they put it at the end of the line you will never get there file for it file i140 concurrently in april okay i140 approved in september 2023 180 day Uh, starts for AC twenty one for I four eight four concurrent filing, or from the day I one forty is approved. One eighty days starts from April two thousand twenty two, not since the I one forty is approved. I am assuming, I am assuming your I one forty is porting the date of the previous company. In that case, um, in that case, so uh, uh, you you the one hundred and eighty days for you to move to different employer. Start from April two thousand twenty-two, not September two thousand twenty-two. When question on on the transfer when I'm in India, is there a just file the LCA with a flag anything? LCA will not flag anything. You're absolutely fine if the LCA has been filed. Just you, it will not flag anything. Just don't file the H-1B transfer until you come back, Vanita. Advance parole for vacation is absolutely fine. no problem with it well i don't find any more questions getting asked so i am going to quit the next conference call will be tomorrow at uh, tomorrow at 3:30 pm thank you for listening to ready and newman daily podcast we sincerely hope that you've taken something valuable out of it don't forget to subscribe and leave us a review for more information or if you want to make an appointment check out our websites rnlawgroup.com and immigrationgirl.com have an awesome day